Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Hey, it's noon on Friday, January 12th, and this is news that you can use uh, from YAA with your dear friends, Zach and Ray. And well, it's Friday, which means it's it's Kimberly's Corner with the F&I goddess herself, Miss Kimberly Klein. And everybody should have a partner like Zach who just puts the microphone <laughs> all over the place. I mean, really. Is, Pops, I think yeah. someone's at the door. Oh, Can my. you let him in? Sure. <laughs> Boo! Boo! It's, it's the F&I goddess herself, oh, Miss Kimberly Klein, ladies and gentlemen. The Hi, internet, guys. The yeah. internet is truly an incredible place. It facilitates this. You uh, know? Kimberly, would you, could, you know, I don't mean to put you on the spot. But, oh, no, but, please. But you, you broke it to me gently that a week from tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. the YAA team is going to the... Uh, auto show in dc and and uh, what did what did you say that one of your dreams was as a kid oh my god oh my god yeah you can tell us what what, what, <laughs> what was one of your dreams as as a child when you would go to the auto show well i think it was the same dream that you had uh ray it was the I'm same sure. dream yeah um, you know, I li- I was living in Cleveland and the IX Center always had the big, well, you know that the guys go to the car shows, not really to look at the cars. It's, it's I mean, the same reason they read Playboy magazine, that. not really to read the, <laughs> the articles. Yes, go ahead. You know, back in the day, they would hire these beautiful women to lay across the hood of the car like this or yes. this or yes. in these precarious cat-like positions. Yes. Um. So I always wanted to be one of those girls, but it, you know, life just didn't happen that way for me. I didn't qualify. So. Yeah, it was same, same, same exact dream that I had, except I think mine was in Philly, not Cleveland. We've got a question. Same dream. Here yeah. from DV. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Let's just quickly. Yeah. Transit. Yeah. Well, what's the question? <laughs> Hi, guys. Can I still negotiate the price of my trade? And if I already put a deposit on a car, here's the deal, though. I want to set the stage. Today's show is not about all of our previous aspirations of being models, because I think we all went through a phase where we wanted to be models. You know, know, yeah, I think we all did. Um, I I always I always wanted to be a hand model. A hand model. Oh, <laughs> very nice. But what we're doing today is we're doing a car dealer uh, Q&A, okay? Yes. Klein was an F&I manager for over 15 years. My dad was on the sales side from salesperson to sales manager to general manager and all the way back down and all the way back up for nearly four, mm-hmm. four decades. We're doing a Q&A, okay? Yeah, yeah. If there aren't questions here in the chat, which there already are some, what we're going to do is we'll go to the community forum and we'll pull, pull some questions from there as well. There's a little bit of industry news too that we'll sprinkle in, but primarily going to do Q&A, going to try and help as much as we can on this Friday, okay? Yes. Yeah. All right, then let's kick things off here, Pops. I'll oh, and and, and just, just to keep with the theme as we started, Kimberly and I will try to look as fetching as we possibly can. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> You're asking way too much of me right now, Ray. Way too much. This is is fascinating. Uh, All right. So, Pops, toss this to you. Can I still negotiate the price of my trade-in if I already put a deposit on a car? Yes. 
Yes, and 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 the the time to negotiate the price of the trade in is not necessarily when you when you uh, order a car, put a deposit on the car. Now, if you put a deposit on the car and you're just going to pick it up in a couple of days, yeah, by all means. And prior to doing that, get online, uh, go to our website, get some black book information, uh, go to Carvana, Car, CarMax, and Vroom, get some instant quotes from them as to what they think the car is worth. So you can share that information with the dealer uh, when you're trying to negotiate the value of your trade. Now, Miss Kimberly, you can't negotiate the value of that trade once you're back in the F&I office, right? Like you're no. tied as F&I manager, correct? Correct. So once you get into the F&I office or the box, um, it's done. You've already done that. This is part two. So don't go into the finance office thinking I'm going to work the finance manager to get a couple hundred more dollars off of my trade or off of my purchase. It's not going to happen. You need to be done before you go into the F&I office. Yes, the the F and I manager has has the authority and the ability to to negotiate the price of the goods and services that that they may be selling, uh, but they do not have the uh, authority or the ability to negotiate the selling price or trade allowances of said deal. Real Mike Jones, I see your question here, but I want to jump to Niels because I think it's uh, related to what we we're just discussing. Do you risk losing the deposit if the deal falls through? Have you either of you worked in dealerships where there are non-refundable deposits? Absolutely. Really? Yes. Yes. Yeah. At the minute. Now, did we did we hold to that? Did we hold true to that? No. Once once in a while, if there was an issue, if there was a twist or something, yeah. But we didn't usually hold to it. How about you, Ray? Uh, at the mini store, we did. Um, in the sense that if you special ordered a mini, uh, we built it exactly to your specifications. You took a vehicle out of our allocation and, and we built it the exact way that you wanted it. Um, when we did all that, you signed a form stating that once we placed the order and it was accepted by the factory, that that order was now non-refundable. Your deposit was now non-refundable. Um, once the vehicle arrived, you had 72 hours upon notification to pick it up. Um, and that if you decided not to, after all that, that uh, we would not refund the money. We would give you a store credit to be mm -hmm. oh, yeah. towards the purchase of another vehicle at some other point in time. Yeah. And, and we would allow you to use that store credit at any of our nine dealerships. Gotcha. Okay. But we would we would not uh, we would not stroke you a check back uh, to refund the deposit. That we would not do. So, real yeah. Mike Jones here in the chat. Yes. And Mike's been with us every day for the past couple of weeks here. So we're excited that you're working a car deal. Hi guys. So I've started negotiations over email, and the dealer doesn't want to talk anything except. MSRP thoughts. There's uh, a lot that goes into that. Like what's the vehicle, what's the supply and demand of it right now? Like those all factor in, but generally speaking, do you have kind of like a reaction or thoughts uh, to what Mike shared with us? Doesn't surprise me in the least. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, I, I, I would think the first question that you want to be asking is, is your dealership charging additional dealer markups? And is your dealership forcing the customer to buy um, pre-installed accessories that the customer did not want? I need to know that information from, yes. the, from the dealership before I start any other form of communication or negotiation with the dealership. Um, yes. 
and and most dealerships, and I think you'll agree, Kimberly, most dealerships don't want to negotiate with you either over the phone or via email. They want to negotiate with you in person. So the vast majority of them are going to make it as difficult as possible for you to get the information that you're looking for via email. Uh, now, there are a handful of dealerships out there that understand that people really want to do business that way today. And will bend over backwards to try and accommodate them. But those dealerships are far and few between. Exactly. No added products, no markup at all, 2022 Kia Sportage. Sounds like Mike's about to go talk to the F&I manager, doesn't it, Kimberly? It sounds like it. No added products, no markup at all. 2022, yep, sounds good. Now, now that... That 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 sounds somewhat reasonable in today's world. That doesn't mean that I wouldn't take a shot and see if maybe it'll go below MSRP. Uh, you could ask, what's the worst that they could say? Another thing is when you get into the back office, there's also going to be like a bunch of other things thrown at you, and that's where you should negotiate as well. We preach that. Oh all yes, the time. yes. You know, any any. Uh, I should have worn the sweatshirt that says if it's taxable, it's negotiable. It's a nice alpaca sweatshirt. We're not sponsored. Yeah, we, we're yeah. not. But if we were, <laughs> Save the alpaca. Really, my, dad, my dad literally says to me before we hop on, he says, this is an athletic or like athleisure sweatshirt. And I'm like, all right, then any chance of us getting sponsors out the way. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be the. You look good. You look good, though. I got to give you credit. You look well, good. Thank you. He always looks good, Zach. Always, especially oh, for seven. I, I I don't know about that, but but can I add? Huh. I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what to, counts. Let's hop to a few more questions. The chat is blowing up here. So we got from J Croc. Is there a way to insure the money you put down on a lease in case of an accident, similar to gap insurance on a loan? To insure the money that you put down on a lease in case of an accident, similar. So I I think if if I can if I. I believe I understand what Jay Kroc is asking. Is there a way to guarantee getting that money back, any down payment you put on a lease back if the car gets totaled? And I don't know of any. Do you? No, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. You put it down, it's done. It's gone. You yeah. put it down. Similar That's to gap. Leases have gap built in nine times out of ten. Except um, for Toyota. Toyota, if, yeah, true. Toyota yeah. does not. Um, but if that that's the reason that I always preach never putting money down on a lease, because if you put money down on a lease and, and something happens to the vehicle, you've that, lost that's, it. Just, that, that's just money you gave away. Yeah. You, it's lost never it. to be seen again. So, yeah. Now, that begs the question of, boy, would, would a smart insurance company out there charge some type of premium to offer um, – down payment gap coverage on leases. Yes. That, that might be something. Wouldn't would that be that. nice? Hey, Zach. Hey, Kimberly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. Some sort of an insurance. Yes. I no, that's interesting. That's a really interesting idea. I actually it just is. mailed out today to the Sacramento. Any, anyone who ever want to try and sell insurance products in the state of California, uh, I won't, I won't charge you any money. I'll just walk you through because it it's a total pita. But let's keep yeah. here in the chat we've got from <laughs> Drew. I'm planning to buy a car that is about $35,000 out the door and making a $10,000 deposit. How much can rates go down with a bigger down payment? Not sure how LTV affects this. What a great question, Ms. Kimberly Klein. That is a very, very good question. I want to know, are you buying a new car or are you buying a used car? Because I want to know how much this used car is going to book out for. Are we buying a new car? 
Something tells me that 35,000 OTD would probably buy in a used car, don't you guys think? In today's, in today's market? Yeah, more than one. Right? Yeah, let, let's assume for a minute that it that it's a used car. Okay, and, let's and and let's assume for a minute that it falls within most banks' lending guidelines as to um, how much book amount they'll finance. Yes. So if you can get that LTV down to eighty percent or less, your interest rate is going to go down exponentially. In my experience, depending on the lender, of course. But yeah, it makes a big difference. Put down 20%. 10K, you're putting a 10K deposit down. Put down 20% if you can and watch your interest rate go down. So that's how that works. Yeah, it, it should. It should. Now, now, having said that it should doesn't mean that it will, but it should. Uh, you yeah. Know, uh, you, you, it's a risk. It, the risk goes down. The risk goes down. and But if you don't, discuss that with the finance manager, uh, then the finance manager is thinking to themselves, okay, well, I'll get a cheaper buy rate and I'll keep the sell rate the same and I'll make more money. So yeah. you need to have that discussion with the finance manager saying, okay, assuming that I put 20% down or more, how much lower can the interest rate be? Yes. And here's what I would do, Ray. I would take it a step further and throw a couple of word tracks in there. And this is what I would say. I'm trying to get the lowest rate that I possibly can out there. And I know what the credit unions have and throw out a couple of numbers. It's 2.5 or 3.5 for this 2021 vehicle that I'm purchasing. So I want to know how much money do I need to put down to get the lowest buy rate from you? Otherwise, I'm just going to go to my credit union. I know what they have. Take control of it with the finance manager. Let them know how much money you have to put down and tell them why. It's because I'm looking for the best interest rate. Nicely done. Good advice. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we got quite the audience today. I, 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 don't, I don't want this to go to either one of our heads, but God damn, we make a good team. Oh, we do. We do. <laughs> the other Sato Kaba, excuse me, for for butchering that how long can the dealership keep my money for if i already paid up front for special package editions and they still have not installed the parts yet um, so you've taken delivery of the vehicle they gave you uh, i'm assuming what we in the industry call a wio which means these are items that the dealership still owes you to put on your vehicle and typically um those wios are good for 30 days so you need to be calling uh, your parts department, your 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 fat, your service rep at the dealership, your sales rep, and say, where are the packages that I paid for already? I'd like to get them installed on the car. When can we make that happen? It's been X amount of days, and I want to make it happen sooner than later. So I'm not going to tell you that that you should depend on them to follow up with you because they got. They got your money. Right. Really care. Um, you need to be following up with them. You need to be the one that's proactive. Yes, absolutely. Stay on top of it. You really do. And that goes for everything. Everything on the WIO, everything that you do, whether you're waiting on a temp tag or or whatever, you need to be, you know, proactive. Make the calls. Absolutely. And just for everyone playing along at home, if you go on YouTube and you search W E 
space O-W-E space Y-A-A. You'll find our video. That was a fascinating one that we did. I had no clue what a WEO was uh, before that that video. And that was like maybe a year ago now. So it's a good video. I think it was with both of you guys, which I'm excited that we have. This is from Michael Tiffany. Stellantis just revised pricing for Wranglers. My order is incoming, but the Monroney sticker shows new pricing. What is the likelihood that the dealer will adjust pricing? You've talked about this a bit, Pops. Um, I would like to hear about, yeah, tell me about this pop. The likelihood is, is that the dealer is going to tell you the new MSRP is the new MSRP, and that's what you're going to have to pay. Um, you know, any dealer orders, at least dealers that are used to placing orders for customers, place them with the stipulation um, that if there are any factory price increases, uh, that they get passed along. Yep. They can't guarantee the wholesale or or factory MSRP on a vehicle eight or 10 or 12 weeks from now. So if, if there's a, if there's, if the vehicles produced after a certain date where a price increase in the MSRP has gone into effect, that's going to be the new MSRP for your vehicle. And if, if the sale was based on you being able to buy it at MSRP, then whatever that increase is, and my my suspicion is it's not all that much. Maybe it's 100, maybe it's 500, whatever it is. I understand whatever it is, it's too much. But uh, the point is the factory reserves the right to adjust the, the costs of the vehicles over the course of a model year if there's price increases due to increased price or costs in, in the materials that they use. So it's going to get passed along. It's not can, it will. It will. Yeah, it will it will be passed along because the now now if you're dealing with a fair dealer, and what I mean by that is one that that's that's not trying to ever take advantage of a situation, and I know those dealers are hard to find, but a fair dealer would say to you, okay, there has been an increase in the MSRP which means there's been an increase in the invoice cost of the vehicle, we will only charge you the increase on the cost side, not on the retail side. Mm. So that way they can keep their profit margin exactly what it would have been mm -hmm. um, and not make a couple extra dollars by charging you the retail version of that increase. So Excellent. that's the way I would handle it. Got a couple more questions, and by a couple, I mean quite a few. Let's do. Okay. We, got, we got twelve minutes here, gang. Let's let's do some rapid fire. What? Twelve minutes. George taking up the screen here wants to know <laughs> how a factory order on a lease impacts the salesperson. So, for example, does the sale count the time the order is placed or when the car is delivered? If the late, if the latter, do factory orders negate the advantage of an end of month? Deal. So that's an interesting mm -hmm. question. When does the factory order count as a sale at the dealership? And then let's carry on. So Pops, answer that. And then for you, Miss Kimberly Klein, when do you actually go to the F&I office when you've done a factory order? Is it when you place orders, when you take delivery? That's my question for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, a factory order counts as a sale when it's been delivered. Okay. Um, and, and the reason for that is the dealer will send into the manufacturer, usually uh, electronically, what's known as a retail delivery report, the RDR card. And the retail delivery report reflects the date that the vehicle was actually sold, and that is the date that the warranty starts. So it doesn't count the day you order it as a sale. It counts the day you take delivery of it. 
And you can schedule in mm -hmm. many cases, for instance, I did this with my mini when I ordered it in November. You tried the mini? When I ordered it in November, I knew that it would be in the end of December, so I could time it to be uh, to, to come in with whatever the end of the month incentives might be, or in my case, the end of the year incentives. Um, so you can still play both ends of the of the stick that way. And this, Kimberly Klein, do you go to the finance office, whether it's a lease or you're actually purchasing it, the day you place the order, you go in like a week later, you're going when you take delivery, when does that happen? Well. It happens. I want to. I want to just jump off what your dad just said. And if it's at the end of the month, the sales manager might say, "Hey Kim, can we paper this? Can we paper it so we can RDR it, even though they're taking delivery tomorrow? They can't come in today, but they're going to pick it up tomorrow. But we can get this papered um, so that the vehicle can get RDR'd. Um, so whenever you order a vehicle." You want to get your financing arranged um, probably like, I don't know, two weeks before it comes in. Just remember that an approval from any bank, sometimes it's different for credit unions, but at the dealership, the approval is good for 30 days. So, you know what? Open up communications with the finance manager. So, if they give you a call and say, hey, we have a scheduled date for your vehicle coming in on February 14th. Um, on February 1st, I would pick up the phone or go into the dealership and ask any questions that you have to ask with the finance manager. What are the rates? How much money should I put down? I want to be around this payment. What terms do you have available? You can do this. You can do this. Open up the communications with the finance manager. You know why? Here's one of the questions that I had today. What can I do to make the F&I process fast? You can do this. Order a car. Two weeks ahead of time, get all this all the questions done with the finance manager ahead of time. So when you go in, it should be smooth sailing and always know your credit first. Absolutely. Yeah, because that really does cut down the amount of time, especially if you've already developed a rapport with your finance person. All right. Absolutely. Let's run, let's run through a few here. Miracle Man said, for leases, I heard a lot of dealers want money down. And then Leon's coming in saying, good question. When BMW says $3,900 due at lease signing, is that a down payment? Well, when, when BMW says $3,900 due at lease signing, that's on their advertised lease specials. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's how the manufacturer got to that special uh, payment. Yes. Uh, so it, it's... Ask me how much money I put down on my leases. So, how much money do you put down on your leases, Ray? Uh, not a penny. Zero. I roll everything into the lease. I don't, I'm not putting any of my money down on a lease. You don't have to put money down. Um, when you say everything, you mean like the dock fee. I mean like taxes. everything. I I. My plates are in there, sales tax is in there, because in the state of Maryland, you have to pay the sales tax up front. Yep. Um, title registration, everything is rolled into my first payment. I, there's there's no need to put money down on a lease unless you're fishing for a payment. That's the only reason to put money down on a lease. And, and if you want to put money down because you're fishing for that payment, Keep the money in your bank and take out the difference between what the payment is and what you wanted it to be on a monthly basis from from your funds, as opposed to in one lump sum up front. 
And if you're trading a sorry, and if you're trading in on that lease, you can always have a check cut back to you. Yeah. So don't make the mistake of using equity in your trade to show as down payment on a lease. Have a check cut back to you and raise 100% right. So whenever you see those advertisements on the TV saying special special lease payment, um, $329 a month. And then you read the fine print that says with $5,600 down at signing. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to do that. Well, that's just to get to the payment. Because because they know if they advertise the payment at four ninety nine a month, people aren't going to become running in. Rob's got a good question here. Can I pay for a lease using a bank or credit union? Well, it's not. Can I pay for a lease? Um, you're you're Who's writing the lease. You're, you yeah. It's the company that's writing the lease. Uh, there's not a lot of companies out there that actually do leases. There's you know there's. Um, some banks, Bank of America, I think, is one of them. Still yeah. offer some leases, but not not a lot. Um, you know, the captive lenders do. Yep. Um, yes. So you know, you're you're just paying a monthly rental fee on a lease. You're not. So you can't you can't go lease a vehicle and then go to your bank, go to your credit union, and say, okay, I want to lower the payment. It doesn't work like that on a lease. No. Kimberly, question for you here from Haskus. Are you expecting a large number of people to default on their loans and lose their cars after the shortage? What's your take on that? What are you thinking? I'm thinking, okay, well, we need to define what a large number of people are. I, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say, yes, I do expect it. Whenever these values of the vehicles come back down, I, I don't think anything good's going to come out of it. And unfortunately, yes, I do see a larger portion of people than normal doing the repo thing. Yeah, I think I think if and when that happens, and God, we don't know when. No. Okay? We, I mean, there's no way of knowing. But, but if, if, if it were to happen, and I suspect at some point in the future it will happen, uh, where, where the values plummet on these vehicles and a lot of people are are um, way upside down um, that we will see the default rate percentage increase um, right now uh, the default rates are lower than what they had been in the past um, so today it might be about one and a half or 1.75 percent of of loans or and leases are are in bad standing at the moment um, now that if that were to double, that's a sizable increase, but it's still a relatively small percentage based on the mm -hmm. overall mm -hmm. total of, of loans and leases out there. But I don't think it'll be any different than than the housing situation that happened in the uh, in 2008-2009, where uh, people just walked away from their houses because they were so underwater in their homes that, that they said, it doesn't make sense to be writing a check for $3,500 a month. We're not building equity. Um, right. And you know and, what, Ray, that you bring that up about the housing market? I remember going through that and the, the lenders changing guidelines because everybody, it seemed, had something going on, a mortgage restructuring loan or just mm -hmm. a plain old default foreclosure. But still, you were able to get a car loan because it was happening to so many people. So the lenders adjusted their guidelines for that market. At the and, they will, and they will again in the future. Yep. Let's hit a few more before the top or the half hour here. We have from Ranting Old Man. 
When I'm shopping for rates at the banks, what information do I need on the possible vehicle and what am I bringing to the dealer? Great question. We have a guide actually on, on like what to take with you to the dealership when you buy a car back on joinyaa.com. But I'm shopping for a rate at a bank. What info do they need? Is it anything more than a VIN? Uh, well, yeah. I'll, 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 let, I'll let Kimberly handle this if that's okay. Yeah, it depends on where you're at in the process. If you're if you know what vehicle you have you want and you've got that VIN number, get a purchase order from the finance manager, print it out, take it to your credit union. That way, a purchase order should show all of taxes, tags, title broken out and itemized for the credit union so that they know what figures they're dealing with. If you don't have a vehicle picked out yet, then you're just shopping for interest rates. Um, through credit unions. And I always tell people the best way to do that is do some internet sleuthing. Many credit unions will publish their rates for new and used vehicles, and they'll actually give an age on their website. Some do, some don't, but that'll give you an idea of interest rates anyway. What do they need? They need a purchase order. And, and, and they need to know the mileage of the vehicle, the year of the vehicle, because they're going to want to have, they're going to want to establish what the book values are for that vehicle. Yes. So that they can determine what their lending guidelines would be on that vehicle. Interesting. You got it. Final question for you guys for today's show from Scott. There's a dealer in the Tampa area advertising Yukons for $8,000 under MSRP. Do you think there's any chance of that being legitimate? Mm. Um, wow. No. In, in a <laughs> word. No. <laughs> Kimberly, what do you think? I'm going to say no, absolutely not. Although whenever I think about that vehicle specifically, it's already marked up. It's already, those things are, have so much ridiculous markup in them. They, they do. GMC, I always used to make fun of them because, you know, it's $75,000, but we're going to take $10,000 off of it for you. Oh, well, thank you. It's already marked up ridiculous anyway. I don't know. I could go on and on and on, but no short answer. But it, it probably, it's, it's probably, you know, an $8,000 discount under MSRP plus the Florida family package that's that yeah. $8,000 and, you know, right. more edge guards yes. and, and running boards. And, and, and the $10,000 worth of nitrogen tire fill. Okay. Yeah. So it could be, yeah. it could be legit. Yeah. Could be legit. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> hey, got one comment here uh, from Igor. Thanks for reminding us. Mike Dean posts rates on YAA. So if you go to joinyaa.com slash community, we have people that actually work and run credit unions in the community posting yes! and helping you find the lowest rates. So definitely check out joinyaa.com slash community. Well, I'm sorry, gang. I actually booked myself on like a back-to-back. -back. So today's show, we actually got to be, we got to be, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, 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 um, we can't end Hard. it. Like, word. It's um, um, poignant. Uh, poignant. Pon, um, you, have you played Wordle yet? No, and I, I got to tell you, I am so sick of that Wordle thing because I don't <laughs> understand it. I don't know it. I don't want to have any parts of it. But I see these squares with different colors, and I'm like, these guys are over the top with their Wordle. Is that like a poodle? Oh, is it like I like Squirtle, like the Pokemon. Squirtle, what, what yeah. the heck is that? I, I must say, Zach, Zach said, "Oh, you're gonna love this," and he and he showed it to me. And um, thank you, Justice. And and the truth of the matter is, I looked at it and said, "I I, I don't need this in my life." <laughs> Look at the comments, hundred percent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't get you the know, Wordle I, thing. It, 
I could see I could see words words with friends or whatever the hell that thing's called. Yeah. And Scrabble. I can see that. But to, to to look at five at five letters and okay, let's guess what the word is. No, I'm, no, why do I want to do that to myself? No, man. And what is with the little? It reminds me of the Rubik's cube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I tried the Rubik's cube for two seconds and I threw it up against. Yeah, the- yeah. You know, as as they would say in my old neighborhood, wordle this. <laughs> How about this as a parting shot, gang? If you need more help, oh, I love it, Dallas. Whoops, wordle for breakfast, YA for lunch. I love that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, so here's the deal. If you need more help, you got questions, go back to the website, joinya.com. Either become a member or just start using the community form. We are here to help. There's a whole team behind the scenes that, that's yeah. working on this. Pops, Kimberly, thank you for the Friday fun. We've got a, a fun weekend in front of us. And uh, and then next week, we've got the auto show. We're oh, we, we yeah. Were, uh, things proud of us. Proud of you guys. Yeah. Keep it up. We're working hard. Thank you for today, Kimberly. I, oh. I must say, as much as I love my son and I do because, well, you know, I helped make him. Um, I, I love Fridays more. Oh, thank you, Ray. I always look forward to it. And you always calm me down a little bit. <laughs> Saturday live stream. We'll be back live on the YAA channel tomorrow night. So yes, look forward to from, seeing you from our, our lovely studios in downtown Bethesda. All right. Woo-hoo! I was not punctual for my next meeting. I appreciate <laughs> you guys. I'll see you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you, Kimberly. See you. Yep. Bye-bye. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Thank <laughs> you.